Hey, 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 happy day. Sharon Hornells from here, also known as Pajama Grandma. Let's talk about the expression eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth today. Where does this come from? Well, of course, it comes from the Old Testament, Exodus 21. And it basically says, hey, whatever somebody does to you, you should do back to them. You should get revenge. You should hurt them in any way that they hurt you. The Whatever crime is perpetrated on you should be met with an equal and as severe a punishment as was um, exacted upon you. The, the punishment should be the exact same amount of harm or punishment. If somebody harms you, you should harm them back. Revenge, right? <clears throat> well, how does that work very well in business? We might feel that way with our competitors. If a competitor does something, we might want to retaliate and do something back. Um, but but does that really ever work out for us? Is that in our ego's best interest or is that in our customer's best interest? You know, what, what's the right thing there? So, <clears throat> an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. I'm trying to think back and decide if that was, I'm having light challenges, my philosophy when I was younger. Maybe, maybe a little bit more than now. Now I realize that revenge is a waste of time and a waste of energy. Um, there's, you know, what do you really want to get revenge for? I say let it go because karma will take care of it all. She usually does. I like to say karma's a she. No idea, right? Probably no gender with respect to karma. It's like luck. There's no gender with respect to luck. We live in a, a parallel universe and a, and a polar universe, but it doesn't mean that anything is gender related. <coughs> Excuse me. So do you believe that we should exact revenge on people. Do you believe in an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth? I would love if you'd share in the comments below. I'm just really curious. Um, I always believed, and it worked out pretty well for me, that a better saying is probably let the punishment fit the crime. I remember when the kids were little and younger, mostly teenage years, I had something I called the lecture chair. Whenever they would do something that was a little off or that I wanted them to learn a lesson from, I'd have them sit down in a chair and we'd have a discussion about it. And it usually led to the line in the sand discussion. I don't know if you know what that is, but I think we all choose where we want our behaviors to be, how we want to act, and how we want to respond in certain situations. And there's a line in the sand that we decide for ourselves that we don't really cross. And we do that with our values, we do that with our ethics, we do that with our morals. And we decide what those are going to be for us and what feels right for us. And then we don't we don't cross that line. We don't go mostly below the line because below the line would be considered the negative behaviors, the way we don't want to behave. And above the line is, of course, hey, that's who I am. That's who I want to be. Those actions feel good to me, so that's how I'm going to behave. So that that was more of a, this is a lessons learned. This is how the punishment's going to fit the crime. If you made a bad decision or a bad choice or if you treated somebody harshly or in an inappropriate way, if it didn't feel good to you or if you wanted to get revenge, Usually the kids would end up in the lecture chair. Um, probably did an equivalent thing in my roles in corporate America to train and teach my employees different lessons learned. And then throughout the course of the different businesses I've owned, I'm sure that's how I give people feedback all the time. I don't necessarily call it the lecture chair. That seems kind of parochial. But they, they definitely would know if I would say, hey, let's take a seat and chat about this, that something was coming. And we were going to mostly discuss... And I was going to mostly listen to them discuss how they wanted to be, how they wanted situations to go, how they wanted to behave and respond in situations. That's how we personally grow and develop is letting people come to their own conclusions. Um, <clears throat> the what if, 
what if like some of these other expressions and some of these other idioms that we've been talking about we turn them around and instead of thinking about them from the negative harsh um, literal terms we were to change them and have them serve us what if we gave a gift for a gift what if we had a buy for a buy what if we teamed up with people and did joint ventures and helped build one another's audiences and customer bases buy for a buy sale for a sale sounds a lot better to me than you know team up and collaborate with people that you consider your competitors versus competing on them and then all doing the race to the bottom with the price game getting to see who can offer something for the lowest possible price. Because you know what? Nobody wins when you get into those contests or those games. Nobody really wins. And, you know, Maybe the customers kind of win short term, but you can't stay in business and support them long term, so nobody really wins, right? If you get in a competitive battle on price with one of your toughest competitors and you both end up going out of business and can't serve the customers, either one of you, how is that a win for the customer? It's probably not. So. Is an eye for an eye really the best philosophy or there are there other ways of approaching problems? Are there other ways of approaching challenges? Are there other ways of approaching competition? Or what we feel is competition? Because I will contend that if you are only competing against yourself and always serving your customers better and better and better, then there really is no competition because you're serving the people that you're here to serve on the planet and all your competitors or other people in other industries are serving the people that they're here to serve. Guess what? So over 8 billion people on the planet. There's plenty of customers for everybody. So stop competing and just start continuously improving and see how much, number one, happier you are. Number two, how much better your business is doing because you're serving your customers to the best of your ability. So that's my eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth discussion. Love to hear what you think about that. Share it in the comments below. I, I'm trying to think if I've ever exacted revenge on anyone. Probably not. He's never a very vengeful person. Usually I would just turn the other cheek and, you know, get punched in that cheek as well as the right one. And then just move on to something that made me feel better. Because I, I don't believe in getting in head-to-head -head battles over stuff that usually doesn't matter anyway. Sit, go out, have an amazing day. I will, of course, be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom and different way, a, a unique perspective and way of looking at how we build our businesses and how we grow. Because really, our businesses only grow as fast as we do. Take care. See you with you tomorrow. Bye.